well met adventurers. Wait, do they talk like that when you're Vikings? Today on, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it, just because. I'm not gonna do it, Jake. What, what's that? I can't hear you, Paul. I have you on mute for the first sixty seconds of every episode now. <laughs> and that is why. <laughs> So today, we're going to be talking about the game of the month. The game of the, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it? It's the game that everybody's been playing, and especially me, because apparently I have 128 hours. <laughs> one one hour for every bit of, I don't know, this isn't 128, but we're going to talk about Valheim. And today I have with me Sick Jake, of course. A game I actually like? What are the odds? Yeah. I'm sure we can make you find a way to complain about it. Oh, I have a few. Don't worry. Yeah. But we also brought back a friend of ours. We have The Dave from The Tadpog. Hail and well-met friends. (laughs) We're Vikings. Dave, how's it going, man? (laughs) It's going pretty good, man. How are you? Great. We wanted to get you in on this because uh, you've kind of taken us under your your wing, so to speak. It was great having you on last time. It was a laugh and uh, fellow podcaster, of course. But also because we've been playing the hell out of Valheim, and I'd say out of uh, the 128 hours that I have playing Valheim, I'd say 120 of it is probably on your server for Tadpog. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, which, I mean, I had no, absolutely nothing to do with. Um, Mitch, one of our <laughs> listeners, set that all up, and it was just like, like, I remember when Mitch was, like, talking about Valheim, and he was all, like, I mean, he was, like, really talking about it, and I remember reading the things he was saying, and I remember being like, oh, God, no, I don't, yeah. I can't, I can't do a thing, and then, like, he kept it up, and then... And then I started watching some videos about it and like watching some gameplay. And I was like, okay, all right. And then he started up a server and it's like, okay, it's done. <laughs> he was, I remember seeing it because in your discord, he was just constantly talking about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this, this guy's, this guy's liking it. That's cool. And I saw a few friends streaming it and I was like, okay, it looks all right. And then someone told me like, what are you doing? How do you play it? And stuff like that. I was like, I guess it I don't I don't get the hype and then next thing you know everybody's talking about it. Yep, it blew but, up. Yeah, Mi- yeah, and but I think Mitch was the biggest reason because he just was constantly at it. Yeah, man. I and I feel like maybe I'm so far behind the curve that I do not know, but I feel like he was way ahead of the curve because it's like I feel like he was talking <laughs> about it like weeks before it blew up and it's like, wow, all right. Yeah, when I first heard about it, I thought it was just like, oh, not another Rust. I'm not interested. But then when I saw people playing it, like, this is, what, Minecraft plus Vikings? Come on, sign me up. So I never played Rust. Is it, like, is it, like, so physics-based? Like, because, like, Valheim is, like, so heavily based on, like, the physics, I feel like. Of, like, because, I mean, like, can trees fall on you and kill you in Rust? Like, 
oh, you know, I can't even remember. I only played it for, I think, 30 minutes, and I, I said it wasn't for me. Oh, wow. I just remember it's more gritty, more like savage, very very little in the way of weapons early on, and you really start with nothing. Um, whereas Valheim is a lot more accessible. Interesting. There's a lot more dongs, is the best way to put it, for Rust. A lot more dongs? Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a lot more dongs. Raise yeah. up your dongers. <laughs> yeah. One thing about Rust is you start random, and I think the only thing you can choose... No, I don't even think you can choose your gender. I think because it's randomized for your race. So you could be Asian, you could be black, you could be white. I remember that. Oh, so it's not like fantasy races. That's not what we're talking about. No, 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 no. it's like just straight up like human races. Interesting. And uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool actually because people were being you know, racist assholes online and instead of the devs actually doing something to fix it, the game uh, the game base themselves started doing it. So if people were talking racist in chat uh-huh. on, a, on a server, everyone just ganked them and basically ruined their experience completely. So that they <laughs> wow. were like, this guy's a racist. Get, Get him! him. Get him. Yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. I love that. Yeah, so like instead of like... Uh, say like on PUBG, there was always this big thing about like, oh, like all the... They had like that Chinese uh, fan bases were known for cheating, so they were like, okay, trying to block them, region lock them, and stuff like that. And people were like, no, ban the cheaters and keep it, keep the Chinese guys on their own servers and crap like that. And so there's always like trying to get the devs to fix everything. <laughs> and by the end of it, they just the devs didn't have to do anything in Rust because the player base just solved it for them. Wow, it's it's hilarious. Wow. So, but Rust, Rust is a lot more PvP based, uh, and this one is, this is what appeals to me about Valheim is that it's more PVE. It feels like okay, I got obsessed this time last year with Terraria. We got right. locked down. We were playing Terraria, and it was like, like six of us that we were all taking turns, as at least four of us on every night, and so that's what is. It's been like Terraria Part Two for me. Okay. Because it's the same kind of thing. You you find your stuff. You get a boss. You get like progression to the next area, next kind of era. You know, you go from uh, like wooden tools to like bronze. Then you go to iron and go from there. So it's kind of like stuck behind a boss. And that's what appealed to me. I think right away because I was like, oh, oh, I, I I can do this. I understand how this works. This progression is simple, but it's slower paced than Terraria. Now, for the 5 million people, I would say the 5 million people who have played it, maybe explain a little bit what Valheim actually is, because some people might not know. You want to try, Dave? Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, Valheim, <laughs> being a guy who like has played very little Minecraft or Terraria, I, ba- I bounced off of Terraria hard, man. So it's like when, when people compare this game to Terraria, it's like, wow, maybe I just completely didn't understand Terraria, which is t- may, may totally be the case. But yeah, Valheim is Valheim is essentially a survival crafting game. That's a three D three D crafting game that takes place within the within Valheim of uh, Norse mythology. And like you were saying, I mean, a lot of the the you know the crux of the game is crafting, and so it's like and and progressing. It, it feels like every time you beat a boss in the game, you kind of enter a new era of technology you know you start out with pretty much nothing and then you enter like the i guess the the stone age (laughs) and then um 
progressed like bronze after you kill a boss and then iron after you kill a boss yeah when my daughter saw the game when i was playing it the first thing she asked me is when do you get glass like for windows i'm like you don't honey like, when do you get redstone i'm like honey it's not that kind of game okay it's not the minecraft it's not because she's totally fascinated with valheim yeah she sees me playing it because I, I quit our minecraft server because my kids kept wrecking my stuff <laughs> so daddy's on valheim now and yeah I, I love the i love its progression but it's very straightforward like you said there's there's multiple biomes of the game and each one has its own boss so that you kind of do with them in order and kind of move up the tech tree it's it's done in a very straightforward way. Something whereas Terraria was, for me, very confusing. I never knew what I was going to build or what was Same. higher than the other. Same. Yeah, but Valheim is a lot more straightforward. Yeah, it's cool. And, like, one of my favorite things about the game is, like, okay, so my big complaint, and the reason I bounced off of Minecraft even, because it's, like, it's, it's, it's crazy because Minecraft is this game that is, like, that a lot of people love and like, especially kids, I feel like. So it's like, okay, oh, yeah. so, so kids are into it. So then it's probably got to be pretty easy to wrap your mind around. Right? No, it's not because it's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm playing that game and I'm constantly like a kid is literally like my boss's kid is like, okay, build the blobbity bloop. And I'm like, how do you build a blobbity bloop? And I'm like going online and like type it at how to build blobbity bloop. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Constantly having a wiki up. Yeah, like I got a wiki up in my other monitor like to play Minecraft. And it's like what I love about Valheim is like I don't have to do that because when I pick an item, like when I pick like a stone up in Valheim for the first time, these recipes just appear like on screen. They're like, hey, man, you can build all this shit now because you found the stone. And it's like, oh, okay. So now these are the recipes. And the recipes show up when I, you know, activate my workbench. And it's like, oh, this is great. I can play this with one monitor. <laughs> yeah, which is key. I mean, Terraria I loved, but, man, I I had, uh, let's put it this way. I made an account for the wiki just so I could have it in dark <laughs> mode because I was using it that much. Oh, wow. And it, It's a great game, but, like, there's a, there's a serious element missing when it comes to how do I do this? How do I do that? It's a, it's a basically look it up. Uh, this game is a little bit more straightforward. You have the Raven. I don't know how to pronounce it. like Huggin and Munnin or Huggin. Master Higgins, Hugin. of course. Master, Master <laughs> Higgins, yeah. So you got the giant Raven, Master Higgins, always flies down to give you pointers whenever you like start off something new, whether it's, oh, you've you've got wood for the first time, so it tells you how to make a tool, or you have a crafting bench, now you can do this, how to build. The building is really, it takes some getting used to, but once yeah. you get into it, it's not. It's just like, okay. But it that snap to and stuff like that for when you're actually trying to build um, anything, really, it's really hard to get used to, but once you got it, you got it. Yeah, when I first started playing, I was using a controller, and none of that made sense at all. And Not then Sal's like, yeah, you know, you're using a controller. <laughs> so like, I switched to mouse and keyboard. And it was infinitely better to build things <laughs> with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Terraria in the same way as that Terraria looks like a game you could play with an, uh, with a controller. But I really suggest mouse and keyboard because it's there's so much going on. So. Yeah, I agree. For, for the progression, the only thing I, I kind of don't like, at least so far, is the brass where you have to get copper and tin and mm-hmm. then smelt it together to get brass. Oh, the bronze. Or bronze, sorry. Yeah, brass. And it's just, 
it seems like a lot of material. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you think that's bad when you try to get to the iron on our server, it was bad because we had to go. F- like it was me, Dave, Mitch, who started the server, and Zelnop. At least four of us. We'll go into a crypt and we'll get like six six stacks worth of iron or eight stacks worth of iron or something. Fill it up on a boat and and ship it back because you can't go through portals or anything with metal. So you're doing that. So we're making these giant treks to get iron because we can't do them on our continent that we're started on. And then we come back and then we have to split it up like four ways. So it just felt like we weren't getting anywhere. So it's kind of crazy. It, but every time you do something, it's an adventure. And that, I think that's what is makes it so fun for me is you can you can take it easy. Like Jake's been playing with us, and Jake just has this penchant for building. He doesn't go out trying to go on an adventure, getting lost in the woods and stuff like that. He's just been building. And meanwhile, we're just like, oh, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> don't, don't mistake my building for, like, peace. No. I, that's more about... <laughs> salty rage and holding a grudge because <laughs> because I felt the first place I built was right on the water. Little I know because there are events later in the game uh, and trolls can spawn and attack your village. And I'll be damned if those son of a bitches don't spawn in the water right next to where my house was. <laughs> so I actually logged onto a server and it was just sparkles all around me. My house was gone. And I got pinged the Tedpog Discord like, you know, what happened to my house? And somebody's like, yeah, trolls were here. Uh, I had to run away. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> damn. So I rebuilt my house with a moat the second time around. Yeah, he built a serious moat. Did it work? Um, well, you know what? The, the trolls haven't come back, I guess. Or they it haven't mu- really gotten very far. <laughs> yeah, it must have worked. It's like this tiger rock. It keeps the tigers away. <laughs> it's a troll moat. I want to buy your rock. <laughs> I will say though, it was I think it was Drew I think and somebody else as well told me the same thing. I, to get to my house over the moat, I have a bridge, but to keep the gray dwarves and other mobs that walk out, there's a gap, so you have to jump across my bridge. But it's covered, and if it's dark out, and if you forget, you totally fall down that gap and die <laughs> in the bottom of my moat. So I've had more than a few p- players die because my I've died too in the damn hole. Yeah, there's some serious there's serious fall damage yeah. in that game. It's, it's brutal. It's there. like so so this this is one where you could like die like six times because this moat is that deep. <laughs> At least it's easy to get your body back though. You, you <laughs> yeah. mentioning the trolls, like it's really important that like to anyone who hasn't played Valheim, like the trolls are huge in this game, and like <laughs> they're and, massive. And it's like the videos of the trolls that I saw is really what drew me to this game because I was like, there's this regular enemy in the game that you meet early on that is literally taller than the trees and literally swings tree trunks as a weapon and throws boulders as a weapon and it's like okay this seems pretty freaking cool i want in on this those guys are like for argument's sake just say you're like a six foot tall viking because you look kind of (laughs) tall these guys are like what like 20 feet tall, if gotta not be. more. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. 20, 30 yeah. feet. Yeah. They're surprisingly sneaky. They scare the shit out of me all the time. For sure. And it's like you meet them so early on in the game, too. Where it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm out here trying to kill deer with my bare hands in order to build like 
you know, anything. <laughs> and it's like, meanwhile, this enormous <laughs> blue troll is throwing boulders at me. And it's like, what? I felt so bad early on on the server because I, I saw online in videos, I was at the assumption that if something attacking you runs out of house and they leave you alone. So I was out on the outer fringe of our town at the time, uh, grabbing trees and a troll sneaks up on me and I'm running. So I run into the closest house, which ended up being Paul's house, who for some reason built it near the mountain there. And I didn't, I didn't know. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I saw the troll peeking in through the window of your house and then wham, a quarter of the house is gone. And I'm like, oh shit. And then wham, the other half of it is gone. Yeah. <laughs> book it to try and escape. Meanwhile, half your house is gone. I feel so terrible that half your house is gone and it's still half gone to this day. You never yeah. know what's fixed it. Yeah, we, we call that, we now call that the amphitheater now because the fr- like one end of it has been destroyed by the trolls and like almost perfectly. So it looks like the stage for like a, for a concert that you'd see outside, but small. I got I got fed up with the, I was getting my ass handed to me every time I walked out there were like shaman 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 oh, yeah. and a bunch of gray dwarves so I I built one like south of Dave just for spite and I was like I'll come back here when I'm stronger <laughs> then I realized how much I was spawning this crap and I was like no so by the time Jake got my house ruined I was like you know what <laughs> thank you this, this, you justified me building my own house over here well your new house is infinitely better anyway. Oh, guys, guys, my house is like a hovel. It is like ridiculous <laughs> compared to like all the other houses that I've seen where it's just like I've discovered that I am not a house building guy in video games because it is straight up just like, do I do I have a do I have a furnace? Yeah, cool. Do I have like everything I need? I do. But I do not have a lot of space. I cram it all in literally like a garden shed. Um <laughs> Because I just want to go out and kill stuff, and my, I don't. It's weird. I just want to go mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like it's so easy to get distracted in that game for me because I'm just like, oh, I gotta do this. I need to get this. Mm-hmm. I need to get that. Mm-hmm. So, like the progression for me has been super slow, and I like it because I'm just like, oh god, same. I'm just like, uh, I need, I need raspberry. So I'll take like <laughs> one night. One night, not like one night in game, but like one night of playtime. So like six, six, eight hours. And I'm just like, I'm going to go. This is going to be like me getting food. Yep. This is going to be me doing this and that. It's just been that kind of thing where you, it's a time sink. Jake was like, this is a total time sink. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And it's exactly what I want. This is amazing. Like I wanted to redo my windows and it's just like, well, now it's 3 a.m. Yeah. There's that time. Yeah, there was one night we were, there was a night where we were playing and uh, Jake, I think it was you who mentioned the time. And I was like, oh man, why'd you do that? Because it's like, I was completely (laughs) like, and it was like, I mean, it was early in the morning and it was like, damn it. Now I have to go to bed because I'm, I'm aware of the time. Because yeah, it's like a casino. (laughs) It is like you go, you like get into the game and it's just like, poof, five hours are gone. (laughs) It's like there's productivity the next day at work for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's just all these little things that just make it addictive. It's it's been hard to walk away. Like I would get up and I'm like I got to I got to log in. I want to I want to see what's going on. I want to see what everyone's done while I've been gone. Yeah, and like yeah, for real. Like you saying that. It's like playing on a server with other people has definitely 
been a motivator for me to continue to play because first of all, it's more fun to like go on adventures with yep. people instead of like going by yourself. And like, not only that, but like, it's been really cool because it's kind of felt like uh, I, I use this metaphor like a lot and maybe overly so, but it like reminds me of being like a kid on the playground where it's like, instead of me learning about a game, like by looking things up online, I'm learning about the game by just talking with other people uh, who are also playing yeah. the game. And that's really, really cool. Cause that's, that's rare for me. And Zelnaps become our wiki, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. And like speaking, like of speaking of Zelnop and like how I was talking about how like I live in a hovel, uh, where it's just the bare necessities, just so I can go out and and dick around. Like Zelnops freaking got a castle, you guys. Like I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> it's insane. Like it's absolutely batshit insane it's incredible <laughs> it's so incredible and it's like i make these jokes all the time about like oh i gotta log in so i can keep up with everybody because it's like I, it's, a jake i think it was you who first mentioned that like you know you're gonna miss a day and like wake up and then people are gonna be like oh, in yeah. spaceships and stuff and it's like i love that because i get that i know that feeling so well <laughs> and it's like it's happening before my eyes because it's like zaldoff's living in a castle <laughs> <laughs> be riding dragons tomorrow right well it's funny because like uh the other night i wanted to catch up on the bosses because i knew you guys were ahead of me so i'm like all right who needs to do second boss and mitch said he wanted to do a third boss so i did both in one night and then at the end of it was we we're picking up you know the the wishbone and the items somebody mentioned that yeah, yeah paul's just got silver hammer already and i'm like fuck you he's got a silver hammer <laughs> when has he been playing this that... game how is he so far ahead that was <laughs> You know what? The, I can't even take credit for that one because that was just Mitch. Because Mitch had already beaten the third boss on like another, another server, so he's just like coming over with crazy gear and stuff. Yeah, and so it's almost like cheating, right? Yeah, but you know what? The, it's not. It's not as bad as I thought it might be in terms of the gear progression. I can still have fun on the server doing anything and still feel like I can contribute, right? Yeah. Like we had Grim and Drew on the third boss battle, and they were totally undergeared. But I think they're still doing great with the arrows and stay in the back, right? And we all still died anyway. That was the hilarious thing. So you you can feel useful no matter what level you are. And I think one thing about the progression that that leads to that really works out well is a lot of the stuff. Like you'll get better ores and stuff the further you go. So again, you start out with the, like the stone weapons, then you go to bronze, and then eventually iron. Like I'm, I'm trying to find iron and stuff, and it's one of those things. Like I said, we we have to make adventures to go to together to get iron because it we can't do it ourselves. Like it's just so, it'll take you a week of playing <laughs> just to try to get some stuff. Mm-hmm. It'd be awful to do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But another thing that you need is a lot of general things like leather scraps you'll get from killing boars, which is the first thing you basically kill for food. Like meat-wise, you know, you can get meat, you can get berries, you can get other stuff, you can end up growing your own food with carrots and turnips, but meat is something you're going to go through all the time, and you get leather scraps as well, and even the most advanced stuff that we're into, we still need to use leather scraps and basic basic things like that, so there's always a use for just going out and killing stuff and hunting, and that's, that's I think, what's really cool is, like, Mitch is crazy ahead of us, like by you know two bosses or something like that, which is a huge thing. 
but at the same time you can go in and still contribute and be like hey okay yeah no we need this and then someone can go off you know picking berries or hunting boars or trying to find feathers from birds for arrows so it's it's just like one of those things where I don't know. It's just way too satisfying for me. <laughs> so I had to be careful. I had to dial it back a little bit and make sure that I'm getting things done in in my daily life sure. so I can reward myself with this. Because otherwise, it's, hey, 10, 12 hours. I got 128 hours into this game in the last, what, month? I'm jealous. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> I'm jealous. I've only I've got rookie numbers. I've only got like 40 hours logged in this game, and I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually less. I'm you guys are farther into the game than I am because I haven't fought the third <laughs> boss. Like I'm just dicking around with bronze, and I mean I I don't a lot of it's sometimes like I said like I'd like the late at night just log in and just go chop down some trees. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's amazing, and like it's like you said with the whole playground thing and learning from each other i think another part of it is that ad- sense of adventure you get with your friends for sure because like these things that you do it's just like okay i'm going to go get some iron i'm going to go get this or that they turn into adventures just for the fact it's like okay this is such a simple game it's so laid back until all of a sudden you need to go out to sea and there's like a sea serpent you're like oh shit <laughs> So, like, I wanted to bring up, because I asked in, in Dave's Discord, I was like, we got to talk about some of the stories. And <laughs> Mitch is, like, the god amongst all of us. Like, he's always got all the crazy gear. Like, he's got the best gear. He's got everything, you know, anything that you can build, he's got, and it's all, like, maxed out. So, <laughs> it's like, Mitch, help, help, help. We're always trying to get him to help, and he's always like, I'm on my way, I'm coming to help you. The next thing you know, he's, like, two-shot and stuff. <laughs> But one time he was like, I need help. And he was making fun of me because he's like, like the different foods you get, you can like say boar meat, you can eat, you can eat uh, necktails, which is just like these lizards. And <laughs> I had like, was it necktails? Woo. And something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're not the only person who's done that too. I've been playing <laughs> with three different groups of people and they all have done the ducktails, necktails. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Mitch is running around with like this crazy stuff and the better the food you get the more stamina you get and the more health you get like so you'll your baseline is like 25 health yeah and if you eat say sausages. a thing of meat yeah sausages it'll go up to like 60 something you can have three different kind of foods and so the, the three foods you have depends on how much stamina and and uh health you have and yeah. it like gradually goes down so you can't have to keep eating but you'll never starve so that's the right. thing there's no starvation bullshit to worry about so mitch has all these crazy things where his health is like pushing 200 and i'm like barely pushing 100 and he's like man this food sucks and uh i i won't let it go because one day he just said oh shit i need some help and i'm like i'm coming with my shitty food i'm coming to save you and i had to save him because <laughs> he tried to get his body back so i'll never let that go he's always just like remember the time you had, remember the time you had to save me i was like yeah yeah do you remember the time i had to save you <laughs> man i'm so glad you mentioned the food too because it's like the stamina is like another really big aspect of the game. And it like reminded me how um, they were inspired by Breath of the Wild. And it, I feel like it totally comes through in the, in the stamina. Because, I mean, everything you do requires stamina. 
even building and stuff like that, you'll just see it go. Yeah, building, combat, running, jumping, swimming, and man, if you run out of stamina when you're swimming, you're gonna die. Yeah, you're 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 dead. Okay, speaking of swimming now. Okay, so your stamina will go if you're treading. If you're if you have like a basic skill of like you know five or something, or not even that, like three or four for swimming, you can tread water and stay in place, and your stamina won't go down. But every time you move, your stamina just goes. So, Dave, you want to tell him the story about in the boat? <laughs> oh man, which story? The 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 boat sinking. <laughs> the boat sinking. Yeah, we were like so. We were out on the ocean, and I can't remember what we were doing. We were going to get something. Um, I think we might have been going to set up like a like a mustering point or or something like that for the maybe the third boss. I can't remember. So we're sailing, and I don't know what the hell's going on because it's like I've never sailed before, really, and I I mean I'm just kind of like messing around and um. Like, okay, so <laughs> John is there and what I like, okay, so you were talking about the skills and how like skill up swimming essentially is like, I don't know if it works like this in like Rust and other games like that because I haven't played those, but I'm like my, my analogy to it is uh, Skyrim or like Elder Scrolls because it's like, yeah, similar. Cause like you'll, you like, you'll do things and you'll skill up as you do things. And like, for instance, jumping, you can jump a whole bunch of times and then your jump skill will go up. So I'm obsessed with these skills because they don't, as far as I know, I mean, they do have in-game mechanics, but like, I don't feel like they're super important, but for me, it's just like, I want to get everything up to max. (laughs) And it's like, so unarmed is one of those skills. So I'm constantly like, if you come onto the server, (laughs) you'll probably see me. If like, I'm waiting to do something, you'll see me like punching Zalnop or like somebody or like a tree (laughs) or rocks. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, it'll raise, it'll raise your skill. So, and as long as you're not flagged for PvP, it's you can just go to town. So, like, and I'm to the point now where it's like I'm like trying to just punch gray dwarves and stuff to death, just to like, you know, just get my unarmed skill up. So we're out on this ship going to new territory for me, and uh, John, one of our friends, John. Uh, is coming with us and he's just sitting there on the boat and I just start punching him because it's like, <laughs> let's get this unarmed skill up y'all. And I'm punching him. And so he gets up and starts punching me back and we're just punching the shit out of each other on this boat in the middle of the ocean. And then all of a sudden the boat glitches out. <laughs> what I see on my screen, I don't know what everyone else saw, but what I see on my screen is the boat literally just like drop through the water, like going the down quickly. Um, just starts sinking essentially is what happened to me. I mean, straight down, straight down. It's so it's really weird. And like the water comes up over. And then the next thing I know, everybody who is on the boat, except for Zalnop is just plunk in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> uh, treading water, doing like doggy paddle. And meanwhile, like, I swear <laughs> you guys like Zalnop was, I mean, he was probably like four minutes away. I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened other than John and I broke the game by punching each other in the boat. <laughs> See, I thought I thought I broke it because I saw you guys fighting, and then I said, "Okay," and I saw Zelnop sitting near the front of the boat, so I just jumped up and started punching Zel in the back of the head. Just psh, psh, psh. <laughs> all of a sudden, I hear Zel just go, uh, uh, "Guys, 
guys, guys. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And started, you just see like the ship sinking. You just see the water coming up over the deck. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, I thought like us horsing around on the boat damaged the boat and we started sinking. Because you can do that. You can yeah, destroy yeah. the boat. Like if you're not careful, yeah, you can totally destroy a boat while it's out on sea just by, you know, using your weapons on it and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, instant pucker mode because we had a <laughs> load of like iron. We had like six or seven stacks of iron and shit. So we had like literally like over 2,000 pounds worth of stuff in this boat that we were trying to get home. And oh, then, so, oh, yeah, again, by the time it popped back up, yeah, there's like five of us in the water. We couldn't move. We're in the middle of the ocean. And if we move, we'll start drowning. So we're all basically like I remember you said this on yours in your stream I was gonna say on your podcast you were telling the story too but I just love the story it's hilarious <laughs> we're all just floating like logs in the water and then Zelnop had to literally steer the ship around and come pick us up and basically come within within like ten feet so we could swim because we couldn't swim more than 10 feet without drowning without starting to drown and like what, what's wild is like because like i had we, i had just seen like a sea serpent you know for like the first time so i'm like oh god we're just like just sitting here waiting to be eaten by a sea serpent <laughs> like you know like we're <laughs> literally just sitting ducks like we're, we're dead and then yeah finally like i mean zal had to travel a crazy distance i feel like to get to us but he saved us yeah so you know it's it's been amazing <laughs> we do just random stupid shit like that so it's just so much fun we would, we spent like a week in game trying to tame a lox <laughs> that's the bantha things right the big oh, woolly things man. Ban- yeah they literally look like giant banthas uh-huh. from the star war and uh <laughs> it's it's hilarious because zell and i went to tame it so we were like poking at it basically he had a like a harpoon kind of thing and he was trying to haul it towards us Meanwhile, I was trying to, like, goad it into attacking us so it would follow us. Dave was back at the base with John, and they were trying to build this giant, like, arena. <laughs> a paddock. <laughs> yeah, just to try to get it in there. And it took us about a week in game. So, what, like, an hour and a half, two hours or something, something we probably like spent at yeah. this? And we barely got it by the end of it, and it was just like, how how much did we benefit from this? Well, we we got a locks and we tamed it so we can stand on top of it. And <laughs> pose for pictures like pandas at a zoo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. Like we called it Loxy. We call it Lox McLeod. We call it uh, Loxy Brown. We had like six different names for it. And what do you do with it? Nothing. We're just proud of it because it was just this, another stupid adventure that we did. It's amazing. And like what's wild is like and super important is that that thing could one shot pretty much any of us <laughs> uh, is it that bad well it it Crap. was yeah it, it hits real hard it killed john because like john was just hanging out in another room like he connected to the paddock <laughs> and like the locks <laughs> killed him through a wall <laughs> because it, it like did a stomp attack like outside of the wall and it just like instantly killed him that's the plains biome right and it's that was terrifying it's <laughs> yeah you'd think it'd be like the meadows, you know, super calm. That's where you start. Yeah. And it goes to like the black forest. Then it goes to the swamp. Then it goes to the mountains. Then it goes to the plains. And the plains are terrifying. The swamp <laughs> yep. is terrifying. The mountains are terrifying. <laughs> but you'd think the plains would be like, oh, we're going to get a break. Nope. Wrong. 
wrong. <laughs> it's just like death mosquitoes that like these mosquitoes that are like the size of your torso, but they're hard to hit and they can pretty much two shot you. They're not even and that can, big and it's one shot. So I have, I have something to say about those goddamn bugs. So <laughs> I heard that the Bantha things, the locks, you can get a cape, which helps in the mountain biome with the freezing debuff, right? So I'm like, all right, you know, what? I'm so clever. Tricks are for kids, but locks is for Jake. I'm going to like skip progression. I'm going to skip the swamp and the mountains. I'm just going straight to the plains, set up a little base and start working on those banthas to get that really sequence break. Yeah. I made a boat. I've, I took all my resources, all my iron and I made a long ship and I sailed all the way around our town to get to it. Cause we're kind of enclosed considering, but I followed the trail that you guys left. Cause I found your guys outposts from earlier adventures. And I was repairing my boat at all those stops. I was maybe 60 minutes of sailing, right? And I find this perfect spot of the plains. And it's right next to the dark forest too. So I'm like, oh, it's great. As I'm pulling up to land, I see a little bug in the distance. Or I thought it was a distance, but it's small. It <laughs> flew up to me on my ship and oh. just one shot at me. Oh, dead. No. Okay, oh. 60 minutes of sailing. You think I have materials for a portal or built a bed? No, oh. no. <laughs> so, got upset, built my other longship with the absolute scraps I had left, and I sailed back around 60 minutes to come get back and get my body, and I got to that mosquito, got close to it, I saw it, he was hovering over my first ship, over my body, okay? I pulled the ship up again, and I'm fumbling for arrows to try and shoot an arrow at it, and it, gone. One shot. Again. Oh. Two corpses of Jake with this by this one mosquito. I built a raft. I spent <laughs> 90 minutes sailing the, tra- the raft. I didn't even get close. I got about halfway and I got ambushed by a sea serpent <laughs> who, who destroyed the crap out of my raft and just one shot me afterwards. Oh, God. Finally, I got pissed off. <laughs> friend of mine hurt. I was complaining to my friend of mine from work about the game. And he's like, yeah, just come on my server for a few minutes. I'll give you some gear. I hop in a server and he's like done with the game. He already has the linen armor, which surprisingly is the best in the game. Huh. He gave me a full set of linen armor and I said I would give back. I go back. I build another longship. I pull up to the goddamn mosquito who's still hovering in that same area or he comes back. <laughs> it's right? a spirit animal. <laughs> Seriously, not only did the thing come and attack my boat, it destroyed my longship because I had taken some damage. It destroyed my boat, and then it killed me in the best armor in the game in like two no, hits. No, yeah. So I, just, oh, I, no. I was so pissed off. I almost quit the game after dying like three, four times. This freaking oh, mosquito. God. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, I made a base nearby because there was stuff there, and Zal was on, and he's like, "You mean there's like a free longship out there?" I'm like, "Yeah, if you want." So he went and reclaimed my longship, which has been there for like 12 hours. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Those things is... are, are the worst. Wow. That's an amazing story. I didn't know that happened to you. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing as well. well it's yeah, the, pla- no, the Plains yeah, it's... is a brutal biome. Like, I can't believe that's I, yeah. the end game right now. Yikes. Yeah, because and I'm glad you said right now because we haven't mentioned that this game is early access. Right. Uh, which is nuts right. because it feels like yeah. I'm 40 hours into it, y'all. <laughs> and it's early yeah. access and it, I've only killed two of the bosses. How many <laughs> bosses are live now? Or is it like five? Five. Yeah. I think there's five. Yeah. And there's like three biomes in the game already, but they're not flushed out yet. 
And I think I think they have another one coming as well. It's insane the amount of yeah. content that's already here for twenty bucks. Yeah, I, I can't it, believe this game. And it's done by like five guys, right? Yeah, it's five people. Five wow. million copies sold. <laughs> five people made it. That's a that's a million bucks per person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or well, no, I don't. I'm bad at math. <laughs> it's, it's not a dollar. It's not a dollar. <laughs> the game is not a dollar, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to get everyone's hopes up. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I think like this game is early access, and that's why I didn't want to touch. I'm like, no, I've been burdened by early access before. Yeah. There's only a handful of yeah. games that I'll actually touch, and like a lot of them are indie devs that I want to support. And these guys are indie devs. I mean, mm-hmm. there's literally five of them, which it still blows my mind. But this game is uh, it's it's so polished for something that looks so kind of crude. Cause someone said it looks like something you play in like PlayStation two. You get these higher polygon characters, but like the textures are kind of like, you know, yeah. but it adds to this charm. And like, I don't think that really makes difference. Like it, it can eat up your uh, CPU, like your processing, I think, or your, your video card. It'll be working. Like my my computer's chugging along. My frame rate's crap, but I don't care. I'm, I'm used to it because my computer. If you're in town, frame rate drops in half right now because we have we all have castles. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. But away from town, I get a smooth sixty. This game, man. Like I think what makes it for me is not so much the graphics, but the lighting. Oh yeah. Because you get different weather. First, it's sunny, right? Beautiful day, and when you're in the meadows. All the grass is coming up, and there's trees around, and you can see, and like it's, it looks hot, like you know, it just the way the the light's shining off the ground and stuff. Then next thing you know, it's really foggy, and you can only see like within like 15 feet of yourself, and you're like oh, crap, and you're just like oh shit, it's foggy again, and you're dreading it, and you're like this is way like it gives you this sense of unease, and then the fog turns into like this tsunami of rain and waves and stuff, <laughs> oh, and the water man. coming in. Like, it'll just as soon come in or disappear or the last day or something like that. But, like, it gives you this change every time. So, like, just outside your house even, like, you can barely see anything. And I think it's it's just insane because you'll be hunting in the middle of the woods. And next thing you know, it's just torrential rain coming down mm-hmm. or fog and you can't see anything. And it's just this whole, like, the ambiance that comes from the entire environment around you. It is That's what makes it for me for like graphics wise and stuff like that, I get lost in it and I'm just like, this is so cool to see. Absolutely. And it's crazy how it's like, this game is like one gigabyte, <laughs> which was like, what? When I, when I went to, when I went to buy it on steam, I was like, am I getting the right game? <laughs> and uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just the way that they, the way that they do it with being like low texture and everything. Like I was, it was, it was just like, I cannot believe this is one gigabyte. And it's like, and you talking about the weather, especially like the torrential rain, like the physics in this game are so interesting because I, so I, the very first time I was in a storm like that, I was in the, the, uh, the black forest and it was like, okay, so the, it's really coming down and the trees are shaking because the wind (laughs) is blowing so hard. I was worried that the tree, like a tree was going to come down on me because you can definitely kill people in the game with trees. Oh, yeah. Like if like if you're chopping <laughs> down a tree, there are tree physics. It's a thing that exists in the game. And it's like if you chop a tree down on somebody, uh, they're gonna get hurt probably really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I've died to trees, like just chopping trees and mind your own business. The next thing you know, like it's hilarious. It, it, you'll chop a tree and say, for argument's sake, you hit it six times and all of a sudden it just, and you'll see it and no tree falls down the same way. You can't, <laughs> there's no predicting it. Yeah. You can't plan for it. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to hit it from this angle or this side and it'll fall down. No, one time it'll fall over away from you. Another time it'll fall towards you. Other times it will spin in place like a top <laughs> before it comes down and then knock down like four trees around it. Like I, it's hilarious to see. That's the one of the few reminders is like this is still an early access. Well, I've died more to trees than trolls in the game so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> And one of the guys put a troll head on a pike because you can get a troll trophy and put it outside of Jake's house because Jake was having so much trouble with trolls. <laughs> so after him like taking like four days break from the game because he's like I can't do this. I've been up till three a.m. So I Next saw thing it he logs in outside the house. I see, I see like this blue thing outside my house. I didn't know what it was. So when I walked in and go up three floors, right? Because I got a four, five story house, so that's fancy. Humble <laughs> that break. Fancy. Yeah, that's great. But I look, at, I'm walking up the stairs and I turn around a corner and in the window, all I see is the face of a troll. That's <laughs> at the window. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh. It's just like there's so much you can do in this game. You yeah. want to get lost and just yeah. shoot. It's so much fun. You, there's you, again you get left behind yeah mitch is god mode that's fine but at the same time like everybody can have a place in in there you want to build stuff you can help someone like the the sandwich pope himself keeps on logging in and building like this great wall oh that giant wood wall is that was him yeah i think it's amazing it's huge and like and i'll just like literally fill a cart with like two tons worth of wood and just leave it at his house so when he logs in he doesn't have to do it that's awesome so i'm just like i i just like doing that because i just want to see what he builds because he's that's all he's done i don't think he's gone on any adventures with us he just kind of comes in when he can plays the game builds some stuff goes off and i just like seeing what people do so i'm just like you want wood oh i got you covered i'm your man but yeah it's just it's just one of these games like it it's not for everyone obviously but if you enjoyed Minecraft at all, you should give it a try. If you like Terraria, this is like 3D Viking Terraria because of that <laughs> sense of progression. There's more uh, progression in fighting bosses and stuff like that. Minecraft is a lot more open. Rust is a lot more open. And Rust is definitely an online experience with like other players because you're usually trying to kill each other. Yeah, forget roguelikes. I want the survival Viking simulators, please. Give me more <laughs> of that genre. <laughs> yeah, so this, yeah, I, I can't suggest it enough. It's it's great, same especially here. for the price. It's same just... here, and like and like, um, I mean, I know you're saying, and I, you're one hundred percent correct. Like, I mean, if you're if you like games like Minecraft, Terraria, uh, Rust, I mean, this seems like a good fit. But like, see, I'm a I'm from the other side where it's like I don't really enjoy those kinds of games so much, but I enjoy this game a lot because I get other vibes from it too. Like, I get um, Breath of the Wild vibes. I get uh, Skyrim vibes and I get like even like World of Warcraft vibes from this game yeah. because like it straight up is like this game has been scratching an MMO itch that I like always have, you know? Yeah. Uh, and like this game, like I, this game, like really satisfies that that desire where it's like, man, this is like MMO enough 
for me to like yeah feel that that, that good feel yeah and there's like a sense of accomplishment too like because i'm always just, just like okay you know let's go with the raid and go on this right and next thing, you know by the time you finally find by the time you end up getting all the raiding stuff done it's like okay now a new expansion's coming out and you gotta start over again right this one it's a whole lot more like there's there's an end point mm-hmm. and you can work towards it or you can just screw off and build stuff so yeah. that's that's what I like about it. And you change the world, right? Right. Yes. That's what I was just about to say. It's persistent. And that's really neat. Yeah. Like you look at the village that we started in. Like, I mean, I came later than you guys and it's still only like five houses spread out. But now you join the server, you look at it. There's, I think, 10, 12 buildings closely together. We have a proper town at this point. I was even saying we should build a road officially because it's nice what we built, even if it does like... I get down into single digits every time I oh, go no. towards everybody's houses yeah. <laughs> when it comes to frame rate. I didn't mind. I, I turned off, like, turned down the textures down to minimum <laughs> just because I was like, I'm not sacrificing the lighting and stuff like that because that's what I loved about it so yeah, much. The lighting's mm-hmm. amazing. I don't care how uh, low my frame rate is. Like, I'm just used to it being choppy on my computer because my computer's potato, but it's just. It's even with like the choppiness, I don't care. It still keeps me immersed and it still keeps me just like, this is it's so much fun to explore. And next thing you know, you're just like, why does this look familiar? And you realize you're just out in the woods behind your own house. It's just so easy to get lost. If there wasn't a map, oh my God, that's all I can say. Like, <laughs> I don't just... know, man. Sometimes even with the map, the world's so big. I mean, it, that's another thing about the game. It's like the world is huge. It's massive. Like, Man, like I like granted, like I've only got like 40 hours in the game, but I mean, still, I've got 40 hours into the game and guys like this is not an exaggeration. I probably have one percent of the map uncovered. (laughs) If you're being generous, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, it is ridiculous. Yeah, it's fun when you get somebody in and for the first time they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And they start running around a bit and it's like, have you zoomed out on the map? No. (laughs) all of a sudden, you just hear, holy shit. <laughs> it's just like, have you zoomed out? No, press M. Okay, now zoom out on the map. Holy shit. And it's just like, Phew. and the best part is you zoom out all the way and you just see like just the planet in space yep. kind of thing. Yeah. I was yep. worried like when I first started playing, thinking, well, there's dungeons, but they don't repopulate. So I figure all the stuff would be gone. And that's kind of true. But the map is so big, you just pick a direction and sail for five, ten minutes, and you're finding something that nobody's touched. And it's yours yeah. if you want it. Or you get a group together and you go somewhere new together. Like, there's just so much to explore, you're not going to run out. And if you do, make a new server, right? That's the great thing with this game is that your character is persistent, but that you can go between different maps if you want. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just... It's something I think you got to play with friends. If you want to play it, like I know uh, I was trying to get one of my other friends to play it, and he's like, no, nah, man, I, I, I'm i just a solo guy. And I understand that, but I can't get into it myself because I think the experience for me is experiencing it with others. And that's that's the coolest thing about it. And it's neat because like I do both because there are definitely times where I just kind of want to chill and like listen to a podcast or uh, you know, some music or watch a movie on the second monitor and just kind of just chill and not really interact a bunch, uh, but still, you know, play passively. But then like, I also have the option of being like, okay, I'm jumping into, I'm jumping into the voice channel. I'm going to see what people are getting into. I'm going to get involved. And so it's nice. Cause you can kind of, you can have, it's like the best of both worlds. I haven't experienced this in 
in a long time. Like it felt like the same thing. I like getting addicted to Minecraft when I first played it. Same thing with Terraria. I just kind of just I can't get enough of it. I want more. I want more. So yeah, I definitely check it out. Um, who's this made by? I don't even know. I've been playing this so much. And I, don't even, I don't even know who's by. Hold on, I got a paste Steam up here. Steam is like, you've played 59 hours. Do you recommend it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Iron Gate AB. That's who's made the game. Five-person studio. Totally indie. And uh, I've been burned on early access stuff lately. But Valheim, like this and 30XX or two early access games I've been playing, and I, I can't believe the value and how polished they are for an early game. Now, I'm not trying to drag this out, um, and this is totally off topic, but I am absolutely curious what you've what early access games you've been burned on recently, because I want to avoid them. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> Let me dig it up here. We got to dig up the dirt. I got to pull it up. Like, uh, Battlecon was one. Um, I love... It's a, it's a fantastic... Uh, Street Fighter inspired card game Ooh, and there's okay. a digital version of it and it's an early access and it died uh, it, it kind of is being can it's not cancelled but it hasn't been updated in a year Oof. so that was one that's really hurt me recently Dead Cells I had a bad experience with in early access I liked the game a lot but because I played it in early access when it was not finished it, it kind of ruined it for me and that there wasn't a lot of content so now when I play the final version I feel like I've done everything, even though I know I haven't, but I've been uh, overexposed to that roguelike hook of it, I guess. So those are two where I kind of burned out. I need to finish that game still. I started it and liked it, and then I never finished it for whatever reason. I think the messenger came out or something. <laughs> I switched. I beat it once. Nice. And I was so proud of myself. And then someone told me, I said, yeah, they consider that to the tutorial to the game, so you're just getting started. And I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. And yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten back to it since. I'm like, this game is great, and it was worth his money, but uh, yeah, I was like, no, I, I've, I can't do it. <laughs> no, I see credits, I'm out. Yeah. That's the thing, I, I keep joking about games that don't respect the player's time. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I'm at the point where I can't sit down and play like a JRPG anymore, as much as I love them. A lot of the time, I just can't spend 50, 60 hours in a JRPG. <laughs> but meanwhile, Valheim, 60 hours, I time I don't have as I'm up to 3 a.m. playing it. But it, it really captures it. I could totally relate to that. Like I And like that happens to me all the time, too, because I'm the same way. I'm like, I can't play Persona 5. I don't have yeah. 120 hours <laughs> that I can put into a game and meanwhile if i look on like how much time i put into hades it's like 120 hours so it's like <laughs> yeah, totally. well i guess i'm just a big liar <laughs> yeah. it just goes to show that like games like valheim and hades too i can play for 20 30 minutes or i can play for five hours and i still feel like i did something i still had fun with it Yep. Right. There's no, I don't feel like I'm grinding anything. Yep. I absolutely. And you can pretty much like, unless you're in the middle of something, cause like Valheim is one of those games where it's like, everything's like this emergent narrative, you know, like there's really no quests yeah. or anything like that. It's just the narrative is just the stuff that happens around you and you kind of like deal with that. And that leads and flows into something else. And then that, you know, jumps onto something else and it just kind of keeps going. But like the beauty of that is, since there's no real storyline or like quest that's been written, you can stop playing it at any time, really. Like you could just be like, okay, yeah, I'm done for now, and then you can just pick it back up later. And that's the like it's very organic in that way, mm -hmm. where you can actually sit down and 
put it down, come back to it, and not feel like, oh, crap, I need to start over because I forget where I left off. Yeah. That's what I do with like a lot of oh, yeah. role-playing games and that. I I just didn't know where I left off, so I'm like, oh, crap, I'm, I'm just, it's easier for me to start over. Yeah. You don't need to do that in this. You, you can just look at your inventory and say, I need food. Go get food. Uh-huh. You know, after not playing, after not playing for a week straight, it's like okay, that's fine. And you can go off and be, like, oh, I was going to do this, and you can go do that. You know, there's no penalty for taking your time in this game. Yeah, see, Assassin's Creed Origins is a game I picked up last year, and I have fallen off it like three, four times because it's the same idea. I'll play it for a couple of days, I'm away for a week, I come back to it, and I just forgot or can't remember what I've done at that point, and I want to start over again. And I'll just never finish that game, right? right. I, I just feel like you have to finish it in one sitting, or otherwise you're you're missing out. Valheim pff, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're looking something to zone out, this is the kind of game you want. Be careful. <laughs> Disclaimers that like, oh yeah, eight hours later, and it's like, oh crap, I need to sleep. <laughs> but it's it's in the best way, I think. Like a, the the value for your money, this is something to really look into. We gotta say. So zone out, relaxing, peaceful, all that. And then you get the boss, that first, that deer boss, and it breaks out into like, was it metal, Viking <laughs> yeah. metal? That's yeah. the boss music. That yeah. was freaking amazing. The storm is going. It's just atmosphere for sure. This game nailed the atmosphere. If you're playing and you're about to take on the boss for the first time or you have friends that you're playing with, make sure that they have the game music on too because that just is like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> so that—that's what happens. You're like, oh, the music starts going into like this crazy epic metal with the uh, with some trumpets blaring, and they're like, oh crap! So then you realize shit's going down. I love it, and it's like I've only fought two of the bosses, but like I'm so glad I got excited there for because I was like, oh, we've got to talk about the bosses. Like I've only fought two bosses, and it's like the bosses are really cool because it's like. Yeah. And and you summon them, you know, they're, they're like trophies that are required for you to sacrifice and like, or whatever. You say you lay them down at the altar yeah. and then the boss gets summoned. This God gets summoned. And um, like, so yeah, the deer God you're talking about was, it was incredible because it's like, he's got this like lightning ball attack where he just, you know, kind of surrounds himself with lightning. But like. The the worst thing about him was he's kicking down trees and knocking down trees <laughs> with his antlers. And it's like, oh, my God. And then it's like the other boss that we fought, the tree god, the elder, where it's like this was like straight up like maybe where it kind of like feels wow or World of Warcraft like to me is because it's like you kind of need to like coordinate and like don't step on the thorns that he summons and like dodge yeah, the Don't stand the in vines. the fire. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't stand in the fire. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's very, very cool. And I'm glad that they did that, but it's like, it's not like, it doesn't feel like the major focus of the game. So it always feels like fun to participate in a boss fight. Even if I've already fought that boss, like three times already, it's like someone needs to kill the elder. All right, let's go. Let's do it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. Either way to do. Mm hmm. Like when we went into the, uh, I just did the second and third boss in one night the other day to catch up. And the second boss, I was scoping it out because I wanted to build a bed some nearby because I knew I was going to die because <laughs> I got <laughs> these games. But I was just scoping up around where the altar was. And you can tell you guys fought him before because there's busted trees and rocks all around that area. <laughs> and I didn't quite realize why until I fought him. And his attacks are wild and just destroys the scenery. 
Oh, I haven't fought that one yet. I and I'm like, on one hand, I'm like really looking forward to it. On the other hand, I'm scared to death. So, <laughs> I played on another server the other night. And we were playing, and we took out the the third boss. But it it turned out to be basically one of us was face tanking the whole time, never died. Meanwhile, me and another guy died four times, <laughs> and we barely did any damage. We we were fighting this single boss for over an hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> which is crazy. And it was just that one dude just basically holding his own until he realized what his weaknesses were, and then he was doing it like basically himself. We couldn't even get close to him because we were trying to get our bodies back, Dark Souls style. <laughs> Go back and run to get your body so you can get all your gear. Yeah. So it's it it was uh, intense. We'll put it that way. I went through 200 hour arrows on that box. Oh my! Like God. I don't have good ones. I only had flint and some fire arrows, but 200 arrows, and then after that, I just start whacking it with my mace and dying. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I do you, like okay. So, do you guys have a favorite weapon in the game? Because I totally do. Mine, anything blunt is my favorite, but I use the uh, arrows for everything first and then anything close quarters is always like a the stag breaker is like this giant elk head that you use for a mace or for like a hammer and smash smash the ground around you and it takes like a third of your stamina to swing every time that's my favorite yeah so for me i i like the idea of the dagger mainly because it has a special attack where you leap forward and and just wail on somebody and it does a ton of damage with that attack Huh. But it's too much stamina, and outside of that, it's special attack and stealth, it's useless. So I don't use it anymore. Uh, my favorite weapon, though, are pull arms, because it has an AOE attack, has the reach, looks cool. Uh, the pull arms are a lot of fun to use. Man, I gotta try all these weapons out. I didn't even like. I I don't think I've ever used a dagger before. That kind of like sneak attack kind of thing appeals to me. But I I feel you on losing the stamina. I've really just been sticking with the bows. I love it. And like, yeah. I love the physics of the arrows and I love like what I, uh, I love like how it feels. It's very satisfying to use the bow and arrow, but what I hate about it is uh, we were talking about earlier how like it's, it's a real shame that you have to use so much copper and tin to make bronze because like that, yeah. like I'm yeah. it, like, so on top of that, I'm going through bronze, like crazy making arrows. <laughs> so it's oh, like, oh, I can't do it. It's a waste of bronze or at least no, where I'm at now. No, bronze arrows are great. <laughs> like, are they? I sw- oh. yeah, dude, it's like, and like, at least for me, they are like, I don't know. You guys might be able to make iron by now. I, I don't know. But like the bronze, like I could never go back because I was using flaming arrows for a while. And it's like the first time I killed a troll at Bronze Arrows, it was like, uh, there's no going back from this. Because <laughs> it was like one, <laughs> two, three, four shots, and the troll was dead. And it's like, oh, hell yeah. shit. I got to try that then. <laughs> the Bronze Arrows apparently do as much damage as the Fire Arrows, but they do it all in one go. Because oh, you have that damage right. take from okay. the fire. I see. So it's basically fire. It's like a fire arrow all in one shot. So gotcha. Like I'm using yeah. an Iron Mace right now. And I still have trouble with trolls, so usually I default to the bull, the bow. The bow is like a, a great weapon in this game. I love Even it. the shitty bow, you start you start yeah. out with the crude bow, and the drop off for that is just insane. Mm-hmm. So, but you, you start getting good at that, and by the time you get a new one, you you feel like an expert. So it's just like <laughs> first off, your your bow bow skills 
with uh, just goes up. Not yeah. bow still skills like Napoleon Dynamite, but like you know, with a bow and arrow. <laughs> By the time you get like a a good bow and you're not using the crude bow anymore, you feel like a master of it because your skills gone up <laughs> and you actually have experience yep. and you know how how much to drop off to take take into account. Yep. You don't have to lead the shots as much. And so when you get a new bow, you're just like, I am all that is man. <laughs> And it's like, you can also, like, I've also, like, invested a bunch of upgrades in bows, too. Because I made, like, the fine bow and then upgraded it, like, three times or whatever. So it's like, I'm putting everything, everything in the bows that I can. (laughs) Yeah. You got to kill them next somehow. That's right. The first time you kill two deer, like, with back-to-back, you feel like Legolas. From yeah. Lord of the Rings, like a total <laughs> yeah. badass. Yeah, and I love, I love, how, I love. I'm so glad you mentioned shooting deer with the bow because, like, dude, <laughs> it is so satisfying. Like when you shoot a deer with a bow, it explodes. <laughs> and like, and like, <laughs> yeah. that sounds ridiculous, but it totally makes sense in the world. But it's still just like it's still satisfying. Where it's just like I killed the shit out of that deer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and man, it, and that's so satisfying because those things are always just like, like the deer sounds <laughs> in this game are ridiculous. They're cranked up to 11. They they sound like somebody just like screaming in <laughs> agony. But at the some, at same time, one thing that always stands out is there's this one specific noise they make that always makes me think of Simon from Super Castlevania 4, where he sounds like he's getting hit. And it's like a really abrupt thing, and it almost sounds like it gets cut off because it's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm gonna hear that every time now. <laughs> oh, dude, game ruined, <laughs> <laughs> unplayable. <laughs> You're gonna hear it. You're gonna be like, oh, damn it, yep. there's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> the deer make that noise. Meanwhile, the trolls will sneak right behind you with a club <laughs> <Yeah>. or a <laughs> log. Totally. Yeah, the ground will be shaking when they're around, but somehow they still manage to sneak up on you without you noticing. <laughs> Have you guys ever noticed a troll like um, s- sniffing? No. no. Like, okay, so I've been working on sneak before, and like, I'm like, I don't know, maybe the sneak rays faster when you're like hiding from more dangerous creatures. So, like, I was sneaking up on this troll. And I was watching it real careful, right? Because I wanted to make sure it wasn't going to swing a tree at me. So, like, I'm creeping up. And, like, so stealth, like everything else in the game, takes up stamina. So my stamina's getting low. So it's like, oh, damn it. So I, like, hide behind a boulder, right? And it's like, okay, I need to stop stealthing so I can get my stamina back up. So I switch out of stealth, and I'm hiding behind this boulder. The troll is facing away from me. And I see him just look up and just start sniffing the air. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so, I'm so dead. And, like, he's sniffing. And then he, like, looks over his shoulder towards my direction and is sniffing. And it's like, I got to get back in stealth mode. I don't know if that's going to help me or not. But, but I switched and it just just slinked away. I mean, it was like, that was a, that's like that emergent narrative. Like, that in itself was just like that one time that troll smelled me. <laughs> yeah and this game is just full of that like those experiences and they're like all these personal ones that you can talk about and that hasn't happened to me but you get the same kind of feeling from something else entirely and again that like you said emergent narrative just nails it mm-hmm. yeah that emergent gameplay is so hard to get right and i, I gotta wonder if this for a five-person dev team how much of this was like on purpose or how much was just they had the right ingredients and it just happened to roll the way 
together to be this awesome. Yeah, either way, now I want to go play it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dave, thanks again for being here with us, man. Might as well wrap it up here so we can get our fix. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks for having me back on. I love talking to you guys. Yeah, so I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's great having you. So where can uh, where can people find more of you? Let's, let's uh, tell us about your your stream and for the podcast. Well, you can find me on Valheim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not as much as I would like to. <laughs> uh, I'm also I'm also you can find uh, uh, the podcast that I do called Tad Pog. Tyler and Dave play old games. Me and my friend Tyler we play old games, <laughs> and uh, you can find that like on spotify on itunes uh and all that stuff uh, and then i also i stream i've been trying to do friday nights and sunday nights um uh, on twitch at tadpog underscore podcast sweet all right man well we'll make sure to have that posted in the uh in the links too so you can find it even easier for anybody listening sweet thank you no problem and jake how about can we find you anywhere well you know i was all great with the streaming two, three days a week, and then Valheim happened. <laughs> Man, I wish I could stream it. <laughs> I know. I can't either. My computer can't run it that good. Oh, But uh, yeah, I'm on Twitch and Twitter, S-I-C-J-A-K-E. Cool. And I'm Pulse109. You can find me every now and then doing random bullshit on Twitch at P-A-L-S-H-109 over at twitch.tv. So everybody, thank you for listening. Dave, again, thanks for having us mm-hmm. here. And uh you want you want to meet me in Valheim? <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> All right, so one more thing. Everybody, thank you for listening. If you'd like to check us out and support us, not only by listening, but if you'd like to help monetarily, check out Press B to Cancel Patreon at patreon.com slash press B to cancel. Podcasting isn't free. We do have to pay for hosting and any monetary donations definitely help us produce more content keep things rolling and help us improve in the future we will find ways to use the money for good i promise it won't be for evil but anyways if you want to hear us we do monthly commentary for some movies and if you want to just check that out watch along basically we just like shooting the shit and I'd love to have you uh, listen in, watch the movie while we're watching it, and uh, just enjoy it. So thank you, everybody, and appreciate it. Keep on rocking. Special thanks for music. Go to Arthur the Last Ancient on Spotify or The Last Ancient on Bandcamp. For more episodes, please visit our website at pressbtocancel.com. And also, feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Patreon. As always, thank you. This has been... Press B to cancel.